Welcome to the Brotherhood of Fatherhood podcast. My name is Scott Ramage, and today my guest is Sherman Merricks. Sherman and I discuss all things business, being a father, being a husband, and balancing all of those roles in your life. Hey, Sherman, how you doing today? All right, buddy. How's it going? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. So everybody, this is Sherman. And uh, Sherman, why don't you tell everybody what you do, who you are? Yeah, um, I'm a father, right? Of course. Uh, right and I'm also a business owner. I have a, have a couple businesses. Um, I own a gym in Gainesville, Florida, uh, Dynasty CrossFit. And I also um, own a sales and marketing, marketing agency. Uh, it's called Lasso Framework. So that's what I do. Awesome. You know, kind of tell us a bit about yourself as far as your family um, and things outside of business, if you will. Yeah, definitely. So um, I've been married this year will be 15 years. Uh, my wife and I, we got married fresh out of college. We were both 22. Uh, I met my wife freshman year of college. We dated all through college and we got married as soon as um, we graduated. So, uh, you know, she's been my lover for the last 18 years and 15 of those this year will be married. We have three young kids. I have an 11-year-old son named Caden, eight-year-old daughter named Ariana, and a six-year-old son named Judah. So I have a wife and three kids, man, and that takes up a lot of time, and it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, so how do you, um, you know, three kids, married, and two businesses? Let's kind of dive into that right away because that, that's a lot to juggle. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I agree. So I've always been, you know, for as long as I can remember, I'm a super regimented person, right? Mm -hmm. So for me, um, I understand that I must rise early, right? Because I'm a, you know, I'm a person that goes to bed fairly early. I think that's, um, that's because I've always got out of bed early, sort of before the sun rises. So I like to rise early and have my day plan as much as I can, right? Um, of course, there's always going to be things coming up when you have a wife family, multiple businesses, but I try to get a lot of work done, a lot of things done before 10 a.m., right? So, you know, I'm trying to work out early, get some business stuff done, spend time with the family. The cool thing for me is we basically control a lot of our lives, right? With me being a small business owner and my wife doesn't work outside of the home. She helps um, in the gym. She runs like the marketing and stuff, but also we homeschool our kids, right? So we aren't bound to anyone else's schedule, right? Uh, which is a beautiful thing. And uh, especially during this time, um, you know, with everything that's going on, we basically have been controlling our own schedules from top to bottom for the last few years. And that really helps me get a lot done and stay really tuned in with my family. Right. So this uh, whole lockdown or whatever we want to call it, this social distancing hasn't really even thrown you guys for uh, a loop at all. You've been you've been in this process or in this uh, mindset for quite some time. <laughs> yeah. So like it didn't. Yeah, definitely didn't throw us for a big loop. Um, you know, my kids, they are, you know, they're homeschooled. So I, I tell everyone that my kids are more active than just about any kid that goes to school because we control the schedule. Right. So we take them. You know, they're always going. So actually our kids are, they're definitely stir crazy now because we're having to, you know, sort of stay low when they're used to being gone and running around all day, multiple times per week. Um, right. So it's definitely, it's definitely throwing them for, you know, for a loop a little bit because they're used to being so active. Yeah. Yeah. So what I'd like to do is kind of ask you about 
like if you were to look back through, let's just say your marriage and, um, and, and raising kids, what are some of the biggest challenges you face as a father? Yeah, definitely. So I'll say some of the bigger challenges would definitely, um, one of the top ones I, in no particular order is time management, right? Um, there's only so much time in a day and you want to give, you know, your time to the things that are important to you. So we as men, for the most part, right, like we're super task and goal oriented. So we just, you know, we have a tendency to be like, well, family's going to be there. I got to go out here and conquer this business. I got to get this deal. I got to do this. When our wife and our kids, yes, they need us to be providers. Yes, they do. Right. But they need us to be there and just love them more than anything else. So for me, you know, one of the big challenges, um, especially early in the beginning, was just time management because I was so focused on goals and stuff and I sort of just let everything, you know, fall to the side. But then, you know, I just got to the point where I'm like, okay, what if, you know, what if I gain the whole world, but lose everything else? There's no point to it. Right. So I would say time management is definitely one of them. Um, it's probably the main one, honestly, that's one of the, that's sort of, that's definitely one of the main ones just being able to manage your time and spend time with the people that are most important to you. Yeah. So let's dive into that a little bit. You, um, was there a point where you were doing it wrong, the time management with your kids and your wife, like, and, and you were like, Whoa. Oh, I mean, of course. Um, especially early on in marriage, right? Young, yeah. young driven, male you know i take over the world right Um, exactly before we had kids you know just super selfish not a great husband you know just thinking i can just do what i want and come and go as i please obviously when you have a good woman she's not going to put up with that for too long right (laughs) all right i had to figure that out real quick um but yeah early i mean early on in marriage and even now right i'm not perfect by any means but early on it was just sort of like Hey, I need to do this for us. Like this is for us, you know. At, at times, we as men like to say, "Oh, I'm doing all of this for us." When you're, you know, when your wife could be begging you to stay at home, you're like, "No, I gotta, I, you know, I gotta go and do this for us." No, like it's not really for us. It's for you because your wife is telling you what the family needs, but you're focused on what you want, right? So yeah, just talking to men, I found that this is a very common thread. Uh, a lot of men still don't know it. Uh, what did you? Um, what was like a, did you have like a slap across the face or time where you were like, whoa, I am doing this wrong? Was there like an epiphany moment? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Around, probably when I was around 25, right? Um, life just sort of fell apart for lack of a better term, right? Like things just weren't good. I was making plenty of stupid mistakes and I was just like, this isn't like, this isn't what I want for my life, right? So um, from there, I started surrounding myself with other great fathers and great men who were doing things the right way and reading, you know, reading on how to be a better father, a better husband, a better, all of that stuff. And from there, things start to align, right? Like I can't talk about how important it is, which is why I'm really excited about the brotherhood of fatherhood. How important it is to surround yourself with people that are going to where you want to go. And being honest with them, right? No one, no one expects you to be perfect, right? So if you reach right. out to someone and say, "Hey, I need help," most people will definitely stop, turn around, and try to pull you up, 
So that's what I did. I just started asking for help in every little area of my life that I needed help in. Yeah, that's that's amazing. Uh, it's it's that you know I've said it many times. A man needs a tribe, a tribe that holds him accountable and and will help in the areas that we need help, and then we can reciprocate that. So very cool. So. You know, uh, you, you started to get your, your time management. It sounds like you started to get your time management kind of in, in check or your priorities, maybe even more. Yeah, for sure. It's more, more the priorities, for sure, because I still have the same 24 hours in the day that I had way back then, right? So it's yeah. definitely the priorities, for sure. Yeah. So, you know, um, what do you do now when you're deciding how you're managing your time? What are some of the, do you have intentional thoughts or ideas or plans? How do you create time and how do you make sure it's valuable with your family? Yeah, for sure. And um, this is definitely something that I think we as men, we as fathers and husbands deal with our entire lives, right? So for me, I just try to sit back and look at it um, from the standpoint, is this going to make my family better, right? Like it's going to make me better, right? It's going to make me a better husband, better father. Um, now there, with, with that being said, there are times there, there's a lot of times you have to work, right? Like, so like, yeah, hey, you have to work eight hours a day, you know, if that's the, you know, sort of typical thing, you're going to work eight hours a day. But now when you come home or you unplug, you need to be tuned in to your family, right? And something that I do, uh, I challenge all men to do this because your wives will help you out immensely, right? You tell your wife to hold you accountable, right? Hey, honey, listen, like, of course I'm going to work from, you know, eight to five, whatever it is, you know, but when I'm home, if you find me in the room trying to work on a computer or on my cell phone, trying to worry about it, the next deal, hold me accountable, help me be tuned in into what's going on. And, you know, I asked my wife, uh, to hold me accountable and she does a phenomenal job at that. So they're good um, at that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's the thing, right? Like just being, you know, being humble enough to say, Hey, like without, you know, without some accountability, which we know all men need that well, without this accountability, there's no way I'm going to, you know, have this balance, you know, that I need in my life. Right. Like I'm not someone that thinks like, Oh, everything is going to be perfectly balanced. Right. I, like I, I'm definitely from the school of thought that there's times you're going to be busier, um, than not, but you know, you can't work, you know, 16 hour days long term and expect to have a beautiful family life. I mean, I mean you just can't, I don't think you can. Yeah. So ha have you found that, you know, by, by working on your time management and it sounds like your wife helps you be accountable with that. Have you found that that's caused other areas of uh, trouble or frustration or problems now you've got kind of got this in check if if men are trying let's 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 put it this way if men are going to listen to this and say you know what that's a great idea i'm going to start working on it what kind of challenges can they expect as a follow-up once they start to implement these types of activities what kind of things did you come across that you're still working on or had to work on yeah so i think the biggest challenge is going to be um between their ears right like um, it's really going to be an internal challenge because, for instance, um, one of my businesses um, is a gym, right? Right. So I remember early on, I used to think I need to answer every phone call, every yeah. email within five minutes of them calling, right? Because if I don't answer that phone call, they're going to run off and join another gym down the road, right? That's just one example. 
Like, that's not the case, right? Like, you need to call people back promptly, right? But again, most people understand normal working hours, you know, normal working hours are, you know, you know, six to six. If you call someone back around in a decent time frame, that's okay, right? Someone calls you at the 6 p.m., it's totally fine for you to call them the next day, right? Like, you don't need to be at the dinner table um, checking email and stuff. Like, it can wait until the next day. So I think the biggest issue, the biggest challenge is going to be between men's ears understanding that it's okay for some things to wait until the next day, right? Yeah, yeah. For sure. So um, let's kind of step back. Let's go ahead and step back. Let's rewind all the way to your own childhood. Okay. Tell me about uh, your upbringing and how that's helped like, uh, kind of mold you into how, you know, positively or negatively, how that's transformed into how you raise your own kids. Yeah, definitely. So um, I was raised by a single mom. Um, my mom did a great job raising my sister and I, I like to say. So, but here's the thing, when you're kids growing up, life is life, right? Like you don't know if it's really good or bad, unless it's really, really bad, right? Of course, right. some kids know. But I grew up, like I still say I had the best childhood ever, even though I grew up in a very poor socioeconomic situation. But we had food on the table. My mom loved us. We had grandparents around. Me and my sister were very, very close. So, but I like to say one of the biggest things for me that I like to attribute to the, some of the, most of the success I've had is when I grew up, my mom specifically and all of my family always told us that we could do anything that we want, right? There was never like my parents, my family. I've never heard once in my life from anyone that, hey, you can't do this. Hey, that may be too hard. Like, like, I don't even do like that's foreign to me. So now, you know, as a, you know, as an adult, as a 36 year old man, like I think that, right? Like, like that is in my spirit, that is in my bones that I could do absolutely anything that I want to do. So this led me to do some pretty cool things in my life because I just look at it. Hey, like failure is not an option. Like, of course I can do it. Like someone else did it. Or even if someone else hasn't done it, like it can be done, right? Like nothing is impossible. So I had a great childhood. So how did not having a father, I mean, you talked about your grandparents, so you may have, maybe that's a, the male figure you had in your life. Um, did that help you understand? I mean, like a lot of men literally tell me they don't know how to be a father because they didn't have one. So yeah. how do you bridge that gap? Yeah. So, you know, when I was growing up, I didn't have a father, but my grandfather very, very involved in my life. And then I had some uncles too that were always around. Um, so I would see these guys, you know, like I would see them being fathers. So I sort of picked up on some things, definitely missed out on a lot as well. But um, for me now, sort of transitioning to being a father and being there for my kids, now I sort of reflect at times how much I really missed out on by not having a father. But it's sort of like one of those things. If you don't have it, like you don't know – like you don't know what you're missing, right? Like if you've never had $10 million, right? Like you're not used to living a $10 million lifestyle, right? Right. But if you had $10 million and lose it, now, now, now it's a totally different ball game. And I sort of equate that to, you know, growing up without a father, you really don't know. Like, yes, you miss out on some things, but a lot of times what I hear, and you tell me what you experienced in your experience, Scott, you know, someone that grew up with a father and parents maybe go through a divorce or something, 
like that, like that really hurt a lot of males even more than not having a father around at one time because you're used to that, right? You're used to certain things. So for me, being there for my kids now, like it's a beautiful thing. It's all new to me, right? Like, again, again, I still to this day surround myself with fathers that I think are amazing. I learn from them. I emulate them. Um, Not perfect by any means, but man, I, I absolutely love being a father, right? I love when I come home, you know, like all, all, all of my kids now, even my 11, soon to be 12 year old, so excited when I come home, right? You know, like my six year old, you know, he's, you know, he's still jumping up and down my, you know, my 11 year old, he, he sort of walks out, you know, gives me a high five and gives me a hug. But I can tell he's still super excited, right? Yeah. And those are, those are beautiful moments for me. That's awesome. So, so um, I want to step into the future a little bit and I want you to, cause like envision now that your kids are adults, what are the things that you would really like to see and where you would sit back and say, yeah, I did this. I did this. Well, I raised great adults. I, I feel that our, our commission as as men, as parents is not to raise kids. It's to raise great future adults. Yeah. Uh, so what would you, how would you measure that success, you know, 15 years, 20 years down the road from now? Yeah. So it, it, um, there's a few things. One, the first thing is, so I'm a man of faith, right? Yep. Uh, I'm a man of God. So the first thing is that my kids, you know, um, that they would know and love God, right? Now, here's the thing. We can raise them, but everyone's going to get to the point where they're going to make their own decisions, right? Mm-hmm. So if we raise our kids the way we're raising them in, at 20, they decide that they hate God or whatever, right? Like, that's not on me, right? Like, we're going to raise them up. But for me, one of the things that I really um, want and pray for my kids and raise them, that they will love God and love people for sure, right? Um, another thing is, is that they are, quote, unquote, successful people. And when I say success, um, not really talking about, only talking about finance. I'm talking about they're doing something that they love and they're, working very hard at it um, because I think that's sort of success right there, you know, doing something that you, that you love and being able to work very hard at it. Um, and then being family, you know, still being around and being close, um, tight knit community, whether they live in 50 States over or across the country, but still having a relationship with, with my kids as they get older, because I know um, that's super important to me. I want to always be involved in my kid's life, regardless of what decisions they decide long-term, whether I agree with them or not. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. I really appreciate, uh, appreciate your in- insight. Is there anything else you want to share uh, with men going through uh, raising kids? Maybe they're, you know, need some advice. What would your advice yeah, so, be? Yeah. So the advice is the first thing is, reach out and ask for help, right? Like me, we as men, we like to say, oh, I got this, I can do it. Yes, you have it, guys. We're all capable. We're all lions. We can take over the world. But with this, with this marriage and fatherhood thing, reach out and ask for help. There's guys that have done it. There's guys that's been married for 50, 60 years. Like so much experience. If you reach out and ask for help when you're struggling, it's going to cut your struggles in half. So that would be my one piece of advice. I'm going to keep it at that reach out and ask for help and be honest, yeah. you know, reach out and ask for help and be honest so that you can get the help that you need so that you can be the man that you need to be for your wife and kids. That's great. Well, thank you very much, Sherman. I really appreciate your time. 
um, as I'm sure everybody uh, who's raising kids does. Uh, I hope you have a, a wonderful uh, day and give those kids a squeeze for us. Yeah, definitely, man. It's great being on here. Awesome talking to you guys. Right on. Thank you for joining us today on the Brotherhood of Fatherhood podcast. I have a big favor to ask. If you would click on the subscribe button in whatever medium you listen to this podcast in, it would be huge for us. It would help us spread the word. And if you feel so inclined, leave a positive review. We would really appreciate it. 